The year 1953. A plane touches down at Smithy's Airport in Sydney. On board is an American named Lee Gordon. The Australian music scene will never be the same again. From then until now, these are the stories. Hey there, this is Josh Erson, and you're listening to Awesome Aussie Songs. This mini-episode takes a look at music royalty Cold Joy and the Joy Boys, and the time they had to hold the attention of an 8,000-strong crowd waiting for Johnny Cash to arrive at the stadium. The band was at the very start of rock and roll in Australia, and they are true pioneers. In this era, Cold Joy and the Joy Boys' popularity and chart success is only rivaled by that of Johnny O'Keefe and the DJs. They also hold the distinction being the first Australian act to have a number one record with Bye Bye Baby. Bye, 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 my baby, goodbye. And when you're a rock and roll pioneer, it means you're making up the rules as you go. They even had to build their own guitars and amps. To try and put a stop to this devil's music causing teenage delinquency, the Australian federal government put a ban on importing instruments like electric guitars. Not to be persuaded, the young Aussie rockers just decided to make their own. However, as Cole explains, playing live could sometimes come at the cost of near electrocution if he didn't stand on his rubber mat. Oh yeah, that was murder. Well, I don't know if it was in the amplifier. I think it was in my wiring of the guitar because my young brother Keith made my first electric guitar, made my first two electric guitars. And of course, every time my mouth touched the microphone, I'd get this terrible shock, a big blue flash, and my teeth would rattle and I'd miss a bar or two and then catch up. So the rubber mat, that that got that overcome that. So I didn't, as soon as I got away from the microphone, if I was working the stage or anything like that, I was okay. But in the vicinity of the microphone, I was carried my rubber mat. The intro of the podcast plays homage to promoter Lee Gordon, the men who brought the likes of Little Richard, Bill Haley, Buddy Holly and Jerry Lee Lewis to our shores. In the mid-1950s, Australia was almost a cultural wasteland. Virtually no big international stars made the arduous journey down under. Lee Gordon changed all that, and all of a sudden Aussie teenagers were getting to see the greatest names in rock and roll history in their prime and in the flesh. Seeing and hearing these icons has helped shape the musical DNA of our nation. As I mentioned, Cold Joy and the Joy Boys were big locally, but getting a spot on the Lee Gordon big shows alongside these American superstars was where it was at. Cole decided he had enough, and he stormed into the office of his record label Festival Records, and was giving the label's boss a bit of a serve for not getting his band onto the bill. All of a sudden, just like a Hollywood movie, the phone rang. It did sound like that because the phone was a wall phone, a pay phone on the outside. I mean, they had phones in their offices, but this was a pay phone on the wall at the top of the stairs where you came up the festival, which I think it was an old tenement house because it had those real, not very wide stairs, and they were quite tight. They went went up about six steps and did a right angle. and But at the top of that, on the left-hand side, on the right-hand side as you get up the top, was the payphone. And we were in there talking about this. And, and I remember Taylor said, oh, he'll, he'll come around. He'll have to come around. He'll have to come around because you guys are doing good and your dances and so forth. The phone started. Well, it rang and it rang and it rang. Nobody else was in the office because it was on a Saturday. Finally, uh, Taylor got up. And walked out and answered the phone. He come back to me and he said, "Lee Gordon's on the phone. He wants to talk to you." I said, oh, 
So I go out and he said, uh, Lee Gordon. I said, yes, Mr. Gordon. He said, uh, do you dig this guy Cash? And I said, John Cash? Yeah, we well, you know all these songs. He said, he said, can you play his music? I said, yeah, we can play his music. And he said, how much do you want? And I said, well, I don't know. Wait till I get my manager. He said, you got a manager? <laughs> it just come off the top of my head because then I put my brother Kevin on. And um, I think we quoted £2,000 for that show. So we were up and running. And we played that show. It opened in Melbourne. And uh, I was on first, and I had four songs to sing. I went on and sang my four songs, and I came off. And we, we did all right. And, and, uh, and Lee Gordon was in the wings. He said, get back on. The, the plane hasn't landed yet. This was all the American stars on their aeroplane. So I went back on, and I sang another four or five songs and come off. He said, it still ain't here. And I walk on and say, well, you got me, you got me again. And, of course, when you were playing these dances three or four times a week, we knew every song in the book anyhow, and so we knew not to go near the stars' songs. And um, so we sang everybody else's songs because we only had one or two of our own. And eventually, of course, the, the plane landed and they rushed them in. And the first guy on stage was Gene Vincent, and he had his leg in plaster. And he clumped on there and he said, what do you guys know? We said, you call it, we know it. And, of course, on with Johnny Cash, John had come on and uh, push his dollar bill under the string, so he got the <laughs> on it there. And So the Tennessee Two they, and um, Johnny would do their things, but the Joy Boys backed the rest of the show, and that was the first one in, uh, in Melbourne. So it was a, a baptism of fire for us. You can hear more from Cole in our episode on Bye Bye Baby, which is episode five. There's also another mini-episode on the time Cole was playing for our troops at the Vietnam War. Let's end this episode with Take Me Back to Rock and Roll. Released in 1989, it's a song Cole wrote with his nephew David Jacobson, who also plays guitar, and it's a song that shows that rock and roll flows through Cole's veins.
Hi, this is Molly. You've just listened to a podcast brought to you by Marcos Promotions. Written and produced by my dad, Sheldon the Kangaroo Kip. And presented by Josh Urson. This is Molly Kidd saying to my good friend, Holly Kirsten, Hit it, girl! I know